Robert's looking at me. Hi, Robert. Robert. Robert! Robert! Don't interrupt me. Hi, Robert. I'm just kidding. We could dub this over. On this episode of the show, we're going to say hi to people that no one can see. We're doing a little, sure, we'll do a little, uh... <laughs> Add some B-roll. Yeah. So this is the fish tank that Emily and I are in. We'll cut this in. Say hi. Ryan! <laughs> Ryan! He's over here. Oh, now he's over there. <laughs> Everybody say hi to Ryan Brunn. <laughs> Shipping and receiving manager extraordinaire. He's very proud of himself. He should be proud of himself today. He should. Yes. It has been brought to our attention that today we received our 100,000th order. And it was subsequently declined. The poor clown... <laughs> I'm sorry if you're a fan of the show. Someone, so we were watching this. We were going into, uh, we had a meeting to go to. Emily and I had a meeting to go to right before Ryan comes in to tell us that we're about to hit our hundred thousandth order. Awesome. There's a few caveats with that. We used to have a different system for a couple of years, blah, 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 blah. So at least for the last several years, this is hundred thousandth order uh, through our commerce platform. And uh, so he's like, we're at nine, 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 six. He's like, like texting great. us through the whole meeting. He's like, oh, we're at nine, 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 seven. seven. One more. And then, so then I come in to the office after the meeting, I check the orders and all of a sudden we're like, we've gone over by like seven. <laughs> we're like at a hundred thousand seven. seven. And so how did that happen? And, uh, and then we look back through the orders, whoever was Mr. A number a hundred thousand, uh, had his credit card declined. So sorry to that guy. Huge bummer. Huge bummer. Huge bummer. We were going to like, we're going to, there's going to be confetti. There was going to be free stuff. Yeah. We, you know, we were going to do a big thing. So, Dustin was going to jump out of the box uh, yeah. that we mailed to this person. If you're familiar with the Marilyn Monroe coming out of the cake for JFK. That was going to be me and you missed it. But uh, one ever, when we do the math and we figure out who is uh, lucky number 100,000, we will, we'll, we'll throw some extra stuff in your package and Emily will put it up on reels or something, but For sure. it'll, it'll happen. So yeah, they, cause there's a few years of, different, of a different <laughs> and they're still watching us in the fishbowl. Uh, there, there were a couple of years where we were on a different commerce system. So this, uh, this is, and we're missing a couple of years there, but a hundred thousand on any platform, I think is something to celebrate. Oh yeah. I mean, that's still exciting. Yeah. I, you know, we like these weird little number things. Yeah. You know? Milestones. Yeah, milestones. exactly. Weird little number things. Milestones. Yes. That's the <laughs> yeah. word I was looking Mouth for. Mouth words, memory times. <laughs> All right. Come on, brain. Be so smart. <laughs> All right. Well, welcome into episode 64 of the Facts and Blog and Podcast. We have a great show today. We teased it last week, but Zach, uh, who is uh, going to be on the show with us today, is part of a program called Shooter to Shooter uh, with Clandestine Media Group. And uh, Clandestine uh, does some of uh, our photography and content and for a, just a ton of different companies. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I mean, you've probably seen their photography anywhere from Smith & Wesson, Black Rifle Coffee Company, you know, all these different really, really cool brands. They do a lot for, you know, Steiner Optics, um, Crimson Trace, 
ton of different companies. But, you know, Luke, who's their CEO, um, is a special forces vet. And he is always trying to do what he can to help the veteran community. And this is one way he does that by uh, creating this shooter to shooter program and taking veterans uh, who are recently out of service and teaching them how to be photographers. And he all of his previous students have ended up coming on with him full time. So the uh, program is pretty successful, I'd say. Yeah, for sure. So the reason it's unique to us is, uh, you know, they they reach out to companies in the industry to sponsor these people during their internship. And we'll get into a little bit more uh, about that. We don't want to give away the whole the whole show at the front here. But uh, Zach will get into a little bit more about that and what that means for us in the program. But we were proud uh, to have the opportunity to sponsor Zach uh, through his internship and transition uh, from active duty military service over into a new type of shooting uh, with the folks at CMG. Uh, but before we get into the show, our St. Patrick's Day giveaway is going on right now. Still going. It'll end the day after St. Patrick's Day. So it'll end the 18th. That's a Friday. So you've got about another little over a week left yeah. to enter. And we've got awesome stuff from Shot Stop Body Armor. We've got Crimson Trace in there, Wheeler Tools, some ammo from True Shot, which who can pass up some free ammo right now? Yeah, especially so. right now. Yeah. And uh, so make sure you go check that out. If uh, it, it will put the link in the show notes this week. So go to factsandfirearms.com slash blog. Click on episode 24 or 24. That was a while ago. 24. 64. <laughs> words, memory times. Uh, so make sure you check that out. A few more days to enter. And don't forget, you you have opportunities for multiple entries, multiple daily bonus entries. Yeah, we, we add stuff pretty, you know, almost every day to kind of get you guys some extra entries. So make yep. sure you keep an eye on it, even if you've already entered. Yeah. So go back and check out the page each day. You get bonus entries for different actions. Some are opened up daily. Uh, and also your refer a friend action. Um, the more of those you send out, the more people that, uh, enter, and then you get bonus entries off of that referral. So you could do it through messenger, email, text message, uh, uh, Twitter, a bunch of different tell ways. Tell your you friends about it. Tell your friends. Uh, so make sure you get in on that again, a, uh, OD fax and rifle and a ton of other cool stuff from a bunch of other great companies. So make sure you check that out. And I will say one thing, and we're going to put it in our marketing email this week. Whenever we do these big giveaways, uh, spam accounts are everywhere. It's the bane of my existence as the person that runs our social media. I'm very thankful you all decide to DM me, but yeah, it's watch a our lot. story, see our posts. We are the only, there's only one account. There's only one real facts and firearms Yeah, and that's at facts and firearms. Yeah. So Instagram's not too awesome about putting blue checks next to firearms nope, companies. They so. don't want to do it. They refuse <laughs> yeah. even though I've tried. Yeah. And a lot of these scammers like to change the name just by like one letter. Mm -hmm. We will never contact you via direct message. If you want to give away, you will get an email from yeah. me. There's, to a very, your inbox. there's a specific email. It'll be announced on social. A specific email. It'll be from me. Yeah, it'll be from uh, a, <laughs> a person. legit facts and firearms account. Uh, so if you do see those spam accounts, the best way you could help us is just report them. Um, report as spam because yeah. a lot of times you can't report as they're pretending to be someone because it won't let you choose us as the person they're pretending to be, which makes no sense. But yeah. that's how Instagram has decided to do it. Because so we're a firearms company. So just report as spam. We've tried reporting. Yep. as saying they're pretending to be us and Instagram said 
uh, sorry, we don't see a reason to take down this page. <laughs> yeah. So, so we need your help. Yeah. Report them for spam. Report as spam. Make sure you uh, check that out again. Don't give them Facts your and, money. Yeah. At Facts and Firearms at facts and underscore firearms on Twitter, but Facebook and Instagram is where most of those pop up. So yeah. at facts and firearms, make sure uh, you help us take those down. And, and uh, Emily, please. thanks you for all the DMs. Please, thank you. Thank you for the DMs, but <laughs> please, please stop. All right. So make sure you check out those things. Again, all the links for today's show, including the giveaway and so on at factsandfirearms.com slash blog, click on episode 64. And let's go ahead and move into our interview with Zach from clandestine media group. So, so Zach, the main thing with this program is to uh, take veterans such as yourself and help you move in, in uh, internship, apprenticeship style, move into this realm of uh, photography and media, uh, which obviously clandestine does just so much of. And uh, so to start out, w- would you mind just giving us and our audience a little bit of background on you, uh, kind of how you got started, how you got in the military, what that service was like and, and what brought you to CMG? Sure. So um, I pretty much grew up in a military family. So from, I think, three years old, I knew I'd be going into the military and pretty much signed up like I think my junior year when I was 17. So I had to get my parents signature and everything and went straight to boot camp from there and went into the Marine Corps and did infantry. Um, and then from there, went over and did an in-dock and joined the state platoon. So I was in a scout sniper platoon did everything in that realm and then ended up getting out in 2016. And I wasn't exactly sure what I wanted to do in regards to just the civilian life in general. And I started school and was looking for a job and actually found one at rugged suppressors. And for the most part, I pretty much applied for a sandblasting job and kind of worked my way up into the marketing department and worked in there for about five and a half years. And then just recently moved over to starting the internship with clandestine. Awesome. Very good. And so, I mean, so you're in for five years, sign up when you're 17. So you're out when you're like 22, 23, like kind of yeah. that, that realm. So, yes. you know, this is something we've talked about on the show, uh, you know, a couple of times last season, we had uh, an interview with Iron Freedom Foundation, um, mm-hmm. who who also serves, uh, you know, veterans in a, in a different capacity than this. But, you know, what was that, you know, transition out of the service like for you? Because it, it seems that there's still so many uh, veterans that, you know, kind of struggle with that acclimating mm-hmm. to civilian life, especially if you've been in for a while or like yourself, you kind of come out as a teenager and then mm-hmm. you're a full grown adult man and you're out and you're ready to kind of reestablish yourself in civilian life, you know, even going to rugged or, or what have you, you know, mm-hmm. what were some of the kind of the challenges you faced uh, when, when you were coming out of active duty? Um, I think in certain things like kind of purpose of being like, especially being that since I was a kid, I was planning on going into the military and pretty much retiring within the military and getting out. It was kind of weird um, trying to figure out what I actually wanted to do or purpose in life from there and just kind of missing the community, especially coming from like a scout snipe platoon. It's very, very tight. And then kind of leaving that and it's kind of just on my own and trying to find people that, kind of fit that niche again of doing things was definitely difficult or even things 
it's very weird. One of the things I was like very much looking forward to of getting out of the military was being able to cook and then <laughs> not having the chow hall anymore. I feel like is one thing I've been like cooking is the worst. Like, <laughs> I went from like living at my parents to going into the military and then like having the chow hall the whole time and then getting out and having to cook myself at like <laughs> 24. I was just yeah. like, this takes so much time. But like, <laughs> that was one like little nuance to me that I guess was very like different that I was like, this is so overrated. It's yeah. like those weird little things that like, you know, civilians don't think about, you know, we don't, yeah. we don't think about that kind of stuff being something you go without for a long time. You yeah. Know? yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, and I, you know, I'm, I'm curious, uh, you said you're in a military family. So was it mm-hmm. your, your mom, your dad who, who served and, and you know, what branch were they in? Um, my dad was in the Navy um, my grandfather was in the army and then my brother's in the army now. And then I've got all kinds of other uncles and great uncles and things like that. Pretty much going back to the revolutionary war. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Wow. It's like Lieutenant Dan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't think too, but all of them died though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, uh, the, yeah, I didn't mean to get dark. CMG, CMG is your Bubba Gump shrimp. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. You know, and, um, you know, was media and, and marketing and, and things of that variety. Did you, did you start to have an interest in those items, you know, while you were in the service or was it something you maybe thought of, you know, as a teenager before you decided to, to join up kind of what started piquing your interest to, you know, um, want to move into this field? I would probably say I did a little bit of photography cause I was just stationed in Hawaii for a while. So the big thing is I would take pictures, especially back then with your phones and they look terrible. Yeah. And so like, I was like, I would like to actually have better photos. So I kind of just started trying to teach myself some things with that. And then when I went over to rugged, um, at the time they didn't have anyone doing that. So I kind of like tried to self teach myself, Mm -hmm. like how to do some of those things to help out in that capacity. And then just doing different things with shows being that just with my background and some of the knowledge and things like that, I kind of more so moved into it. I never really planned on doing that. Like for a while, my initial plan was to get out and contract and then go to school and potentially go into like a three letter agency. And I kind of ended up moving into this route. It's so funny. Like so many photographers I talk to, especially in this space, have like similar stories where they basically just got started with photography out of necessity. Like it wasn't mm-hmm. something they decided to go to school for or like felt a passion for. I mean, they ended up feeling a passion for it. But a lot of photographers I talked to just kind of like picked it up out of necessity and started doing it. I mean, I know like here at Faxon, like I've started taking a lot of photos and that's not something that I previously had a lot of experience with and I've gained experience Mm -hmm. with here. And I feel like exactly when you come into a company where nobody is doing that or somebody's doing that and they need help, you know, you just kind of have to like pick that up and help. And then you realize, Oh, this is kind of fun. This is cool. Like when you take a good picture, it's a really good feeling. (laughs) So, it's one of those things too, like never in my life would I be like, Oh, this is something I'm going to make a career out of. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it, it's, it, I think what's especially interesting about CMG is, you know, having so many uh, veterans and just service people 
kind of on staff and in their ranks mm-hmm. because, you know, there, there are things that, you know, are tough to non firearms folks, you know, like there's so many talented photographers, but if you don't know what you're trying to get, um, mm-hmm. when it comes to firearms, you know, that could be, that could be really tricky, you know, and, and having, making sure you have the modeling talent that knows how to hold things correctly and do things correctly. And then also from the photographer's end of going, Going, these are the things that we need to focus on in these types of photos. You know what I mean? It's not like you could go grab a, a wedding photographer and they would just, you know, seamlessly move right into being able to do, you know, these, these firearms based, um, you know, photo shoots and things, which I think is, uh, which I think is an interesting thing. And I think it's neat because you guys have firsthand experience and training in firearms themselves. And, and how do you see that kind of translating over to the artistic eye? Um, just because you are familiar, you know, with firearms in general and, and specific platforms, you know, what, what do you think are some, you know, key points and, and, uh, key insights that, that you gain, um, going behind the lens? I think one of the biggest things that does make clandestine stand out is that because even say within firearms and not in like more the tactical realm of them doing things, just taking pictures with guns sometimes and just setting a gun up to get a photo. Um, if you didn't really know anything about firearms, you may have something that doesn't make sense how you like build it or put it together, you know, and take a photo. Mm-hmm. So that in itself can be challenging for someone that's not used to it, where I feel like on the clandestine side, they're doing things with multiple people in tactical style scenarios, getting photo shoots. And like you were saying, that's one thing that's very advantageous is being able, and even the models they work with to be like, I want you to set up and stack up on this door, set up a hide site or do different things along those lines where it looks more realistic and everything actually tactically makes sense. And then from there, you can go into the artistic side of things and try and make things pop or do different things to showcase a product more. But I think what really makes it different is that you can showcase that product in its natural environment in a tactical scenario while it still makes sense. That really makes it pop in that scenario. And yeah. It gives it a lot more, um, essentially to give that clandestine has in regards to being able to do photos like that. Cause you don't have too many media companies out there that, pretty much everyone that works for them comes from some sort of specialized military capacity. Yeah, that's, and that's, you know, clandestine is such a, such a cool company and it's so unique in the sense, you know, it does like all of its employees are veterans in some capacity. And, uh, you know, when, as someone who needs content to do her job, I mean, uh, getting good content and getting, uh, content relevant to us and content that helps us do our jobs every day, whether it's putting content up on our website, running our social media. I mean, you know, as a firearms company, there's a lot of things we can't do as far as marketing's concerned, you know, running advertising, advertisements and, you know, uh, Google ads, Facebook ads, that kind of thing. So we rely heavily on the content we share on social media. So that content needs to be awesome. It needs to be good. It needs to be educational and it needs to show our product correctly. And, you know, we don't have time to be having photographers who don't know what they're doing, taking pictures of our products. And we're really lucky. We have awesome photographers we use and clandestine is one of, you know, the companies that we love to work with specifically for that reason. We know they're going to get it right 
when we ask them to. And, uh, and, you know, plus, like you were saying earlier, you know, coming out of the military and needing a community, um, you know, clandestine media group. I mean, I feel like you found a good community yes, there. Absolutely. I mean, they're That's one of they're, the big things there. It's amazing. Yeah. They're awesome awesome people to work with and they're just awesome people to hang out with. They're some of the craziest, coolest people ever, you know? So and that's a big thing about this industry. You want to work with people you enjoy working with and, uh, you know, who also do a great job. And I'm glad that you've found that there. Yeah. I mean, and, and to echo, uh, you know, what Emily, you know, mentioned and, uh, we, we bring it up a lot on the show, but I feel like it's worth bringing up and reminding people is that there are, so many different things that I think people take for granted in a marketing space when it's not firearms. Um, you know, we were, we were joking, you know, in the open about, you know, we're doing a giveaway right now. So there's like all these spam accounts yeah. you know, yes. that are popping up and uh, telling people they've won and to send mm -hmm. them this and all this. And, you know, if it were, you know, Nike, uh, mm -hmm. having spam accounts, they could say, Hey, this, this account was trying to, is pretending to be me. Uh, yes. they don't let us do that. You know, all we can mm -hmm. do is mark them as spam. Um, you know, like she mentioned the, the ads that you can and, and cannot run, you know, the only mm -hmm. things that we can run are on other industry sites that have their own ad programs going, you know, it's, it's not Google yeah. AdWords, but at the same time, you need just as much marketing material as any other company, um, between trade shows and print material and internal material and everything that goes on the website, everything that goes on social media. And mm -hmm. because we are in the social media age where n new content is coming at you all the time, you know, you can't always repop you know, things, you know, you, you got to keep adding to that hopper of be new, uh, be different. Yeah. Be and cool. Yeah. Then you have the product. But everything launches. has to be right. Yeah. Yes. Otherwise it yeah. gets picked apart. Oh my God. Like oh yeah. <laughs> that's the biggest thing I feel like with firearms is like, it's like so many people's like full passion. So if like even the smallest little thing is wrong, it gets picked apart compared to like, say if you did like marketing for like Charmin or something, yeah. what if, like no one's going to complain to be like, Oh, your toilet paper rolls set up on the wrong side or yeah. something. Yeah. Like, no, yeah. And the firearms, it could just be like, Oh, your thumb is like this and it should be like that. And that's yeah. all people focus on the whole time. Yeah. Yep. And, and I mean, Absolutely. it's, it's that, and you know, there's the whole safety element that comes to mm -hmm. it. And, and I mean, sometimes I, I think like people don't under, uh, always understand that s these things are staged photo shoots. You know what yes. I mean? Like we didn't go into a battle and be like, Hey, you guys mind uh, <laughs> yeah. if we, yeah. if we hop in real quick and just snag some shots. Yeah. Um, in all actuality, it's just a firefight and we just jump in the middle. Of yeah, it. exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We go, we know where all the street gangs are yeah. and we hop in on them. Like it's fast and the furious. And we're like, can you hold yeah. this gun actually yeah. instead? Yeah. yeah. I mean, so in those things, you know, but there's still the safety element that you have to have mm -hmm. and, and all that. But yeah, sometimes it's like, uh, uh, yeah, uh, this is a photo shoot. This didn't happen in, in real life. Um, yes. and, and those things need to be added, but, uh, let's go ahead and talk about the program itself. So how did you come to figure out about the shooter to shooter program that Luke and the CMG team have? Um, I actually saw it on their social media. And so that's how I ended up applying for it through that way. Very good. And uh, just, you know, for somebody, you know, because there could be uh, 
another veteran watching or listening that, you know, may mm-hmm. be interested in this too. You know, if you would just kind of give the thousand foot view of, of what the program is and, and does and, and how you'll be working through it. So it's essentially six months of just learning on, just working on becoming a photographer and a better photographer and working with um, clandestine while they're there to kind of work you through those things. And then, like you said, you'll be sponsoring me. So I'll be doing a lot of work with fashion and things along those lines and working in photo shoots. And I think the big benefit of it is there's so many people to learn from that have actually done it where certain things where I try to teach myself and I'm like trying to like, I don't even know what to Google to figure out how to fix this compared to being there. It's so awesome. Everyone there is incredible with what they do to just being able to ask, like, how do I do this better? And they actually have the experience. So that's for the most part, it's just a six month photography internship, but it's just doing incredible things, working with incredible people and companies that are very interesting, especially to people from the veteran community compared to, I always said, like, I wouldn't care to do marketing or photography outside of the outdoor firearms industry. So it's awesome being able to be within that realm still. Once you're in, it's hard to get out. Yeah. And I mean, so, and one of the things that's unique about us, you know, sponsoring you or any other uh, person in the program that gets sponsored by a company is, you know, we kind of, we send you things and we get to request things from, from you and you kind of get to kind of, you know, build your chops on, Mm -hmm. on our product, especially in studio. Um, and then, you know, we had our onboarding call with you and Luke last week, you know, Luke is like, you know, make sure, you know, make sure you tell them if something's not right or if you don't like something and why. Um, so you get to, you know, hear back from us, uh, you know, about like, Hey, this is what we're looking for. These are the things we need, you know, and here are the details because, each company that you guys work with is going to be focusing on similar things, but sometimes very different things. You know, sure. we're, we're at, at the heart of our business. Uh, you know, we're a machine shop, you know, we're, mm-hmm. you know, we're, we're engineers and machinists and, and all these. So there's a lot of attention to detail in our designs and things of that variety, you know, all the way down to, yes, we, we have the giant, you know, 20 inch long flame fluted barrels that are cool to, you know, photograph, but we also have the little tiny MP shield barrels with a pretty <clears throat> unique pocketed hood design that we want to make sure that, you know, that, that we're capturing too. So each one of these, uh, you know, companies are, are going to have different things that they, you know, need their media talent and their content creators to pay attention to. But I don't know if, if everybody knows this, but CMG does a lot of travel for these, you know, going on location and things. Uh, where are some of the places uh, that, you know, you'll, you'll be headed out to, uh, to assist on shoots? Um, so it's kind of all over the place. I know, I think Luke was talking about potentially doing that shoot in San Diego. Um, this weekend I should be going down to Southern Colorado for a ranch shoot. So it's kind of all over out West. And then I've actually done shoots with them in GTI and it's like an abandoned nuclear facility in South Carolina. So it's pretty much all over the place. And like you were saying, one of the things that's awesome with doing this program as well is you do get the experience of working with companies and clients. Cause a lot of it with photography, you can be the best photographer in the world, but if you can't communicate with the people you're working with, with what they actually need, then it does nothing for them. Like you're saying, like being able to build everything in house and having those little details and know what to showcase in the photography, I think is something that um, stands out a lot. And it's awesome with this program, you get to have that experience as well. 
Yeah, you're definitely being given a lot of tools to succeed here. So that's, mm-hmm. that's awesome. You know, and you're getting to work with a lot of big companies and you're ready to travel. And I think, uh, you know, it's, it, we're just happy to be a part of it. So yeah, for sure. For sure. I mean, and, uh, you know, as we, you know, wrap up, um, Zach, just, you know, something I'd, I'd love to hear from you is just, you know, to the, your, uh, fellow servicemen and women and the people who are maybe getting ready to come out of the service or maybe veterans who are out and are maybe having some trouble, you know, finding what, uh, what they want to do, just, you know, what type of ad- advice would you give them, uh, you know, to start plugging back into that community and, and taking their next steps, uh, personally and professionally? I think the biggest thing would, for me, at least, was just being open to trying new things to see what you may actually be into or be interested in. And then just trying to find different communities, whether that's at the gym or other veterans around. There's so many different programs, especially veteran programs now with groups and things. You can meet people and spend time and actually have somewhat of a community when you get out. And then being open, like I was saying, to seeing what other things are out there, because when you spend so much time in the military in one capacity, um, you may not realize, like, for instance, you really enjoy doing photography or marketing or whoever knows what it is. Yeah, for That's sure. Awesome. Well, uh, we'll obviously have links in the show notes this week to all of, uh, CMG's outlets and media feeds. Uh, but if people wanted to learn more about you, Zach, uh, where could they follow you, find you, uh, see what you're working on? Uh, most of my stuff I do on Instagram is just Z A K K E E H N, and that's it. It's hey, just you got the Emily, uh, you got the Emily Stuchel treatment. She got on early. Awesome. Listen, yeah. I also have yeah. a weird name. Yeah, so when we, you get yeah. that I have name. a weird name too. No exactly. one else spells their name Z A K for the most part. So here's here's my issue. When I first got an Instagram, like I don't know, 2010. When did Instagram come out? You don't out? want to uh, tell us. Uh, I, I don't think, remember, to be honest. Yeah, we don't know. <laughs> uh, okay, so I did get my real name, uh, <laughs> but then I forgot my passport. And <gasps> it was too long ago to try to, like, reclaim it. And now there's some <laughs> rapper with my name and uses my name. There's a rapper named Dusty Wallace. Oh, and, and he, uh, I think he has a an album called Slida music. Wow. I looked him up. So give that guy a follow too. Oh my is it any good at least? I don't know. I just I was like, Hey, this is not me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah, we'll, we'll put links uh, to Zach's Instagram in there and then be on the lookout here soon. Uh, you know, some content uh, that Zach shoots uh, for CMG uh, of facts and product. We'll uh, be hitting our feeds and emails and others, uh, other things, website and so on uh, at factsandfirearms.com is where you can find all that. To get to the show notes this week, just go to factsandfirearms.com slash blog and click on episode 64. Uh, Zach, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks, Zach. We're excited you're part of this program. We're excited that we get to partner uh, on it with you. Yeah, thanks for having me. And I'm really looking forward to working with you guys. Very good. Awesome. Thanks, Zach. I love it.